You are now listening to the Solomon Attention Podcast. Welcome back to the Solomon Tension Podcast. Thank you guys so much for, for tuning in and for listening. For all of you guys who have uh, commented and shared a review and just kind of been a part of this uh, growing platform, man. It's been great to to share, uh, and I look forward to getting into this conversation uh, with uh, each of you. So, guys, as you know, we're continuing our, our leadership series, and uh, today's topic is all about the insecure leader. Uh, I couldn't wait to to have this conversation uh, because whether you're listening and you're currently in a leadership role and trying to figure it out and trying to become your best self, or if you're thinking about becoming a leader, uh, regardless of where you are, I think that this conversation will be helpful. I want to start off by saying that uh, as leaders, uh, especially millennial leaders, um, you should never expect yourself to be perfect. I don't expect myself to be perfect. And we all got some insecurities that we got to deal with. You know, uh, Dr. Larry Ross, who's a great mentor of mine, always talked about how important it is that leaders understand how to lead self. And so I want to make sure that I dedicate some time to prepare you all for my experience and, and some things that I've been reflecting on to help you better manage this whole idea of this whole concept of leadership. You know, oftentimes God calls us to a thing, but we have to kind of grow and learn uh, how to manage it. And so one of the things that I think that is important to talk about is the insecurities that exist in leaders. And so as I list some of these insecurities, if you find yourself struggling with it, it's an opportunity for growth. Um, but also, it's an opportunity for you to listen to these insecurities that leaders deal with and to ensure that you're doing the work and managing the way that you need to manage to ensure that you don't exude these same insecurities. Because it's all about really the growth of you guys as millennial leaders. That's what the spirit of this conversation is all about. So let's get into it. The 10 signs of an insecure leader. So number one, an insecure leader won't take advice. I'm sure you've all worked with our colleagues or uh, maybe you yourself uh, or who have worked with other leaders. But I think that um, as leaders, we've got to learn how to take advice from others. People that we trust, of course. So, for example, you've got to get mentors. You've got to get people that, that are around you as a leader that pour into you who can help give you advice on how to handle uh, a variety of situations that you might deal with. You've got to get that support. You can't lead by yourself. Every leader needs to have a think tank or a cabinet. You know, I got my 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 folks that I go to who do not who aren't who don't work at the same place I work at. Right. They're in different places around the country. But I know if I pick up the phone and I and I ask them a question about how to manage something, they can give me uh, good guidance because you can't do this work alone. You can't do this work in isolation. But if you're an insecure leader, you won't take advice. You won't take advice because you're not interested in accountability. You're not interested in someone peering into your life to try to 
enhance you because you're scared of what they might find you insecure you're not comfortable with yourself so that's the first thing an insecure leader won't take advice number two an insecure leader stop explaining their decisions as leaders we have to be okay with telling the why I tell my staff the why as often as I can. I even tell my staff sometimes when I don't know the why or when I'll know the why at a later date, but this is what I need you to do right now. And then I honor that and make sure at that later date, I give them the why, right? As leaders, we have to explain why we make our decisions. I think that the insecurity lies when you're not confident in your ability to make decisions. And so you don't want anyone to scrutinize. You don't want anyone to challenge you. You don't want. So so for you, it's just about being a dictator because you find strength and power in dictating as opposed to being the true leader where you can navigate, encourage, build, support, get buy in. Insecure leaders don't like buy in. Right. So number two, an insecure leader stops explaining their decisions. Number three, an insecure leader stop asking for help. As leaders, we have to ask for help. It does not make you a weak leader because you say, I need help. I think it actually makes you a stronger leader because you're able to identify your work streams, identify your areas, and reach out to other people who can support you to do this work. You cannot do it all by yourself. I know it's hard, especially young leaders. I, I reflect on my life in my early 20s. I tried to do it all by myself because I didn't want anyone to know or to think that I had any weakness. So I tried to cross every T and dot every I and was working in challenging environments and was working until late at night, all because I did not want to ask for help because I thought that as a black male leader in that environment, me asking for help would be a sign of weakness and when they see that i was going to be weak they was going to use that as an opportunity to validate why i shouldn't be a leader i had to deal with that insecurity and know how to ask for help number four an insecure leader doesn't like feedback we have to be comfortable asking for feedback asking people that we lead with so that means our, our co-workers or people that are on the same level of, of us giving your feedback and we got to be able to sort through the personal stuff versus professional. Of course, you have to grow and learn that you can't. But also be comfortable with asking your subordinates or people that answer to you. Give me feedback. How am I doing? What can I do to improve? Right. Well, you know, how can I better support you? And, and, and don't wait for a survey. As leaders, you should be asking for feedback from people about your work often, not about you, unless that's what you want to know. Right. If you want people to give their personal opinions of you, that's fine. I would tell you to be careful about that. But but there are some instances where you do want to know how you might be showing up in certain spaces. But but keep it about the work and keep it about the communication. So an insecure leader doesn't like feedback. Make sure that you guys address whatever it is in you again, just like the previous that doesn't like people to peer in. Right. Uh, number five. Uh, Insecure leaders love to tell people how to do their job. That's one that I dealt with. I've had to learn over the years that people are going to be people. You got to love and accept people for who they are, not who they're not. But from a leadership perspective, I tried to hire people that bring strength to the table. But when you hire people that bring strength to the table, you need to also understand that, that, that how they go about that day to day might look different. 
And you've got to learn that as long as they've gotten the desired outcome that's in line with the goals and the objectives of the department, then that's where the win is. They're people. They're not robots. You can't control them, right? So, so insecure leaders love to tell people how to do their job. It's a control thing for me. It was a, I had so much pressure. So I felt like, all right, I, I got to pretty much duplicate me in 10 different areas. And so how I have to do that is I have to hire people that are great, but I got to tell them how to do because I'm the only one who could really do is how it needs to be done because prior to them, I did it all. We have to unlearn that and understand as a leader, it's our job as we're scaling up to build departments, to build frameworks, to hire great people to lead those frameworks and then let them lead and be okay if it looks different. Release that control. Be confident in your ability to lead. Be confident in your skill set and your portfolio and allow them to lead. And so that's something that I've had to learn over the last couple of years. I think I probably stopped, you know, in my probably last three years, I finally kind of mastered that. And I've been able to lead teams in a much more effective manner. So number six, an insecure, insecure leader, they avoid confrontation. You know, I don't want those type of people. I think confrontation is a good thing. Everything's not perfect. Everything's not hunky-dory. Confrontation is where you find opportunities for growth. How are you going to know, um, how, how will you know where there's opportunities for growth if, if there's no confrontation, right? So insecure leaders, they avoid confrontation. They only want good news. They only want good days. Sometimes, we you know, when we, we have a lot going on in the office and I tell my staff, you know, I've had a great day today. And they look at me like, oh, we working in the same department. But for, but for me, confrontation is a good thing. That's where the weaknesses are. That's where the gaps are. That's where the opportunities for growth. That's where the opportunities to collaborate. That, that, that's where buy-in, opportunities for buy-in lie. When there's confrontation, stop running away from confrontation if you're a leader. Stop looking for perfect days. Okay. An insecure leader won't ask questions even when they don't understand. That's number seven. I think we've all led, we've all been in rooms and been in meetings where people don't ask questions and then they ask questions to you offline or they get together in the huddle after the meeting. Listen, we have to be confident and to know that that's what our job is. If, if God has caused you to be a leader and he has put you at the table, then it's your job to open up your mouth and advocate for the group that he has in charge you to advocate for. But also understand that you've got to celebrate the small wins. And so by you asking questions, that's making the group better. Even if people don't lean your way all the way, all the time, every single time, right? It's your job to advocate. And eventually, as you lead and continuously advocate and show through your actions, people will come around to you. We, as I just believe that, like we got to stop looking for for leadership to be quick fixes. And we're going to talk about this on another episode. That leadership is hard. If God calls you to leadership, I'm telling you, He's calling you to a hard life in this work. Hard, but doesn't mean you can't have enjoy. But there's a certain there's a certain sacrifice you got to give up. There's a certain level of scrutiny that you're going to go through. But but that's what comes. I mean, with with being a leader, it's not going to be perfect. But we got to. We got to, it's great to have, it's great to have these ideas and it's great to, this passion. I love all of it, but we have to know how to, how to best manage and funnel that so that it can be successful and it be okay with celebrating the small wins.
Also, insecure leaders, uh, they micromanage people. Man, I could have a whole podcast about micromanagement. Insecure leaders micromanage. And I'm talking about micromanaging all the way down from this is what I want you to do every single day to check in with me when you go to the restroom and check in to me when you get back. <laughs> when you're insecure and you're not confident, you feel like that your role as a leader should be to micromanage, to manage everything around you so you can dictate the day. So are you seeing where the personal work lies in? That's an insecurity. Number eight, an insecure leader, man, they always take credits for their team's achievements. Man, I listen, y'all, and I was telling somebody this the other day, like, when your team does good work, give them the credit and give them the credit both privately and publicly. Give your team the credit because somebody had to give you the credit to get you seen to help you grow your portfolio so that you could get the job that you have today. So pay it forward. Allow your teams to lead meetings, to coordinate things, and, and they get the credit. It's assumed already that if you're leading a team, that you played a role in it. So you don't have to say it, right? People know if you've got a great team and you're supervising that team, people know that you played a role in it. You don't have to say it all the time. That, And again, we're going to talk about this. I'll talk about this in another episode. We're going to talk about it a little bit further. Like your job is to, as leaders is to lead people first. That's where I think people get it messed up. Leadership is about leading people. It's about serving people. And as you are serving people, then you see outcomes and, and things being built. But I think we, we kind of lost that. Like we're not, you're serving people. And people need affirmation. They need encouragement. They need support. They need to be acknowledged. So I think that that's something I want to challenge all of you guys is to reframe your thinking and to remember that leadership is about serving people. And part of that is to give people credit when they do good work, point blank and simple. And then the last sign of an insecure leader, they get angry when their team members quit. Now, this again, as I'm talking about this stuff, like these are these are whole new episodes. But I want you guys to know that you're leading people and you don't own people and you don't own their experience, it's your job as a leader to create an environment that's conducive for success. And as a part of that, people move on. That's success. <laughs> like, I've met so many leaders who try to, hold, who try to hold people back and yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, man, like, if, if you've got people in your team that have been with you for a certain period of time and they grow and they move on, that's success. The God is happy. God is pleased with that, right? <laughs> you've made impact. Stop getting mad when somebody moves on. Stop getting bitter and angry. That's a good thing. They're, they're supposed to. They're, they're not supposed to stay in one role for 20 years unless they desire to or unless, you know, it, it, it's a role to where they want to retire to tired from but but people are supposed to grow they're supposed to develop they're supposed to pursue other opportunities right 
So don't get angry when people leave. Don't make it personal. It's not about you. <laughs> it's not about you. They're not leaving you. They're leaving the experience that they're growing. And then if you've really done a good job leading, they're going to replicate some of the same things that they've learned as a result of the experience that you created as a leader. They're going to replicate that at the next organization or the place that they're at. Again, that's good leadership. God is pleased with that. You're being the light that you're supposed to be. You're being the representative that you're supposed to be. And people that serve with you are replicating that in other areas. That's not a time to get angry. That's a time to celebrate. And so, again, that was a whole lot I put out there. But I wanted to really, you know, start you thinking about the signs of an insecure leader. Not to, and if you were one of these insecurities like I was, it's okay. Today, make the commitment that, hey, I, I, I want to do this work. I want to get better at this. I want to be a better leader. I'm not going to be perfect, but I want to be better. When you lead, you bring all of you with you, insecurities and all. So some of the same personal insecurities that you have, I promise you, they're going to show up in your leadership work as well. And some of those insecurities, you got to go heal. You got to go get the support that you need. But some of them or as some of them are things that you just have to learn how to manage. So just like how you have to know yourself in a relationship, you got to know yourself to be a good leader as well. And so we're going to continuously have these conversations. I want to bring you guys on this journey, but I'm hopeful that the 10 signs of an insecure leader has caused you to pause, to reflect, and to think about your own leadership journey and how you want to grow and improve and be the best leader that you can be. Mm -hmm.